Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keith J. Williams and Freddie Coleman in for the boys today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPN2. Oh, we're going to get to more of your phone calls regarding Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and which superstar he needs to play next to and why, which superstar needs him at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But you made the point because the, it was put out there by our man, Andre, uh, Mark J. Spears of the uh, Fanscape, that Kevin Durant, a reunion to the Golden State Warriors, he floated that out there over the week on ESPN Radio. And you and I had a conversation yesterday, Jay Will, that the minute you heard that, and I could see it in your eyes right now, and I felt it in your voice, I didn't even see it in your face yesterday. That you said, man, Freddie, this is not a good idea. As a as a fan of Kevin Durant's unicorn ability on the basketball court, I don't want to see it. I, I I don't want to see it because of how other people will then define his legacy by that, right? Now, going there the first time, I wouldn't have recommended it, but in his reasoning, it was because of basketball. I actually understood that from a basketball IQ perspective mm-hmm. because the way Golden State plays with how you can, their continuity in which they play off with Steph and with Clay and Draymond is really a beautiful thing. It's the way basketball should be played, right? So I get that. You go there, you win two world championships, you get two finals MVPs. But, Freddie, you go to Brooklyn, it blows up the way it's blowing up now currently. Kyrie Irving is trying to get to L.A. to play with LeBron James. Mm -hmm. But he was just playing with you because of a deal. So even though we know the nuances of that, that didn't work out deal-wise, it still just looks bad, right? He's Mm -hmm. leaving Kevin Durant to go back to LeBron James. So it makes you question that and who was leading and who was taking charge of that relationship. Even though this may not be true, that's where you start going with it, right? And then on top of that, the Golden State Warriors just won a damn championship. (laughs) We've seen this before. (laughs) And you got people out here talking. Key was like, so, Key straight up asked me, so what's really the difference between Harrison Barnes and, you know, and Wiggins and KD? He's like, they all got you chips, right? And I was like, oh, oh, key. Yeah. Key. And we started, obviously, we talk about the details, right? Sure. KD's very different. And he wasn't saying that. He he knows KD's different, right? Keyshawn busting chops. Who knew? It all led to championships. So then people started running with that narrative. I'm like, see, y'all ain't going to do that. I ain't going to allow y'all to do that. Right. But if he were to find a way to go back after the, oh, so you, you came here. And then you won, and you decide to do it, but you can't do it without Steph. You can't do it without Clay or Dre. Mm-hmm. And now after you saw them win, now you're going to run back with your tail between your legs. Even though we know it's not the case, people still, will make it out to be that way. Yes. And I would hate that for him individually. I would hate it for him. Here's why you hate it for him. And I'm not trying to speak for another man, but I'm about to speak for another man. I wouldn't let that deal man. go through. Well, the deal... I, I firmly it's not going to happen anyway. I'm like, I'll stay here in Brooklyn. I'm not going back. Yeah, it, but we'll put it this way. If you decide to do something like that, then you really give credence 
to what people have been saying about you that you want to be a follower and you don't want to be a leader. So from that standpoint, I'm with you. I wouldn't want to see that for Kevin Durant. But something that you just said really struck me funny about this whole thing, why you don't want to see it. And here's why. Because you care a lot more for Kevin Durant's legacy as much as he does. The difference is when you're speaking out for him, he strikes back at people without receipts. And there are plenty of times that people say, see, that's why. That's why we say those things about you. And that's not to say that being thin-skinned is a problem. Hey, I don't walk in Kevin Durant's shoes. I don't know how he's supposed to feel. He can only determine that. But I know people kept clapping back at me that way, especially guys that I respected, that I grew up watching, wanting to be a basketball player. Yeah, it's going to hurt me to my soul. Say, why do you keep criticizing me? But you can't keep giving people reasons. And you can't keep giving people enough evidence to say, this is why we say these things. So I understand, Jay, well, why you want that for Kevin Durant? Because you dealt with it. You're sick and tired of people clapping at you when you're trying to do the right thing. To me, Kevin Durant tries to do the right thing. To me, he just goes about it in the wrong way when it comes to his basketball career and his legacy. And here's the problem, though, Freddie, is the problem is that now that you're signed to this four-year deal, like, and, and once again, I stated this in the first hour, I am all about player empowerment. Watching what LeBron James has been able to do at multiple franchises, even though it gets difficult, still the success rate is pretty high. Absolutely. Even though right now like they're in a little bit of a quell and people are starting like, oh, look what happens. Fine, they won your championship two and a half years ago. I get whatever you've done for me lately. But like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the, the KD situation with Kyrie and I'm saying, man, I wish that there was a way that KD could find a team like a Portland where Dame, who is, granted, when he's not injured, but you know what you're going to get all the time. Oak Town. You know what house. time it is all the time. And th- there's also a part of me as, you know, somebody that, you know, as I've been around owners, I've talked to presidents of teams, you know, I've thought about going down that direction in my life. There are certain junctures where it's like, yo, man, at the same time, I know you gave me a list of teams you want to go to. I don't have to move you anywhere. And I, I need you to know what time it is. I know how powerful you are. And if this goes to arbitration, then so be it. But just because you want to be moved mm-hmm. because it didn't work out for what you needed us to do for your teammate. Yeah. I'm doing what's in the best interest of my franchise. And for me, unless I get a haul back, unless I'm getting six, seven first round picks I'm getting two all-star caliber players, some assortment that looks like that, mm-hmm. that is a package bigger than what Minnesota, you know, gave up for Rudy Gobert. You're not going anywhere, man. You're going to be right here. You're going to be a Brooklyn Net until we get the right opportunity. And if we don't, then we're going to have to manage that. And I'm going to challenge you to see how professional are you truly when it comes to, I know how professional you are to basketball, right. to the game of basketball, but the business of basketball now I'm going to challenge you to see how professional you are in that regard. Great stuff by Jay Will talking about the future. Kevin Durant, what that future is going to look like. As a matter of fact, in 35 minutes here on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2, I'm going to find out from Jay Will, what if the Brooklyn Nets don't trade Kevin Durant? That comes to you in about 35 minutes. But speaking of Kevin Durant, more of your calls getting a lot of great reaction from you at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which superstar would benefit the most from teaming up with Kevin Durant and why? Don in California, which one is it? Hey, what's going on, guys? Appreciate what's up, Don? Thanks for taking Appreciate my you. call. Absolutely. Um, what's up? What's going on, Jay? What's going on, guys? I got a few points if possible. Obviously, um, I think Memphis, nobody's ever talking about mm. that. If he goes to Memphis with John, them, 
with that culture and what they got going, I mean, um, I remember the grindhouse back in the day when Gasol, I mean, they'd given the Warriors fits, right? Mm-hmm. And Curry always has his worst games there. Um, so I think that would be a good spot with them. I think uh, KD's going to surprise us, right? I, I remember when he went to the Warriors. I mean, no one had a clue. I think he's very unpredictable, so I think his next body, it's just going to surprise everybody. Um, Vegas, um, just I'm, I'm on that train of thought, um, the Suns. Vegas has them as the favorite now, so I don't know what that means, and Brooklyn's not even in the conversation. So I don't know what that means, but that's a possible spot too. But there's nothing he can – Warriors are going back-to-back. I'm a diehard Warrior fan. I've been watching them forever. Um, I, there's nothing he can – I mean, there's nothing he can really do. Curry, the Warriors are just going to keep some people from winning. Wait, Don, let me ask you a question. You're a Warriors fan. Would you want Kevin Durant back on yes, the Warriors? No, you know, you know you're right. No, I, I, I don't think so. I mean – you look at it like you said, but the legacy, the culture, the fans, we just won one. Like, I don't think they want, I don't think they need him back. They want him back. But yeah, I remember you, you don't remember back in the day, Jay. We go way back. I remember balling with you in San Ramon. I'm from California. Oh, 24 hour, hour fitness, San Ramon, California. We go way California, back. We go baby. Way, yeah. way back. Yeah, Bishop Branch, way back. You don't remember me, but you can ball. You can still ball, man. You're nice. <laughs> All right, man. I, well, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate that. San Ramon, California, 24 man. Hour Fitness. Yeah. My guy, Carl Lieber. Yeah, I consulted for 24 Hour Fitness for what a while. Was, worked out there. What was that run like? It was good runs. I bet it was. Don still remembers good run. it. Yeah. Good runs out that way. But I agree with him kind of on the Golden State point, Freddie. Me too. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. just won a chip. Like, and granted, like some of your role pieces you no longer have now in your roster, but like, are you willing to give up a little bit of your culture? No. Willing to, I'm not giving up Andrew Wiggins seeing the yeah. way he defended. I, I'm, I'm not doing that yeah. to my core. Right. right. They already gave up their culture the first time, and then he just completely turned his back on it for whatever reason when it comes to Kevin Durant. So why would you want to have a chance to have somebody to forgive them for that? No. If I'm Golden State, I'm not, there's no way in God's earth I'm doing that. There's no way. Nothing against Kevin Durant. But we won before you, we won with you, and we won without you again. What do we got to prove to you? The same. I mean, uh, (laughs) I I get how it works basketball-wise, but culture over everything. Yeah, no doubt about that. Out in the boogie down Bronx, which superstar would benefit the most from teaming with Kevin Durant and why? Hey, guys. uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Love love y'all show, man. What up, baby? Appreciate Um, it. I think that uh, for – for sure, uh, Luka Doncic could definitely benefit the most from Kevin Durant because they have, like, this yin and yang between Luka Doncic is, like, more bubbly, more fun personality, and I think KD needs a little bit of that, too, because, <laughs> you know, they they, they have they have some pieces in place where they could have possibly got through it, and now with the departure of Jalen Brunson, KP's gone, they need the size, they need more more firepower on that team, I feel like they he'll definitely benefit from from Luca. Oh look, man, I'm telling you Audi, like the thought experiment of K D and Luca on the same squad, I mean, has me like a giddy little girl. I mean, to think about what that would be. The, the, the GLG, Giddy it, Little Girl it, it Theory. It would be so next level because of the skill set on the court and how Luka is a facilitator. And I agree with what he said personality-wise to lighten the mood for KD. It feels like there's some heaviness that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Right, Heavy is the head who wears a crown. Yeah. But yeah. what does Brooklyn get back in return? Like, And that's the biggest thing. When you look at these trades, you're saying, oh, Luka and KD – it sounds great when you have their names together in the sure, bucket, right. but if you're Brooklyn, what are you giving me back it's, other than draft assets? You have nothing to give me back. I don't even care about the draft assets. I like the fact that people are matching up superstars with him that would benefit each other. It's not just, okay, it's just benefiting Kevin Durant 
or just benefiting the superstar. He said, this is why both would benefit. And we've heard that so far from people, whether it's Luka, Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard. So I get it. In the NBA, things got to match up. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. And you know me, I'm not a hypothetical person. I don't like fantasy land. I don't mind this kind of fantasy land because the people are trying to make sense with reality. The reality is, to your point, what if the Brooklyn Nets don't wind up trading Kevin Durant? And that is something we're going to dive into in about 30 minutes here in Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max with Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman, but we switch gears to the National Football League. Two quarterbacks are getting a lot of love in before the preseason happens. We wonder if that's actually going to be the case in the regular season. That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jay is the basketball expert on the show, being one of the top point guards that come out of Duke. No question about it. So he sees it differently. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports Kevin Durant wants to be traded away from the Brooklyn Nets. There was a sense of inevitability, I think, around the Nets and around Kevin Durant that this day was coming. I think it's about time that Kevin Durant severed ties with Kyrie Irving as teammates. There's going to be a trade, and it's just a matter of where he winds up. If, if Kevin Durant is on the first train out, uh, Kyrie Irving will be on the caboose as far as the Nets are concerned. I think it's very likely that not only Kevin Durant, but Kyrie Irving have played their last games for the Nets. Oh, no. oh yes. Oh, man. If that doesn't get you going. I never, ever, baby. Oh, do that I thing, Jay Will. And pearls. I couldn't mm. be. What? We both shine. Come on, man. Yeah, I think we're good now here. My Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jay Will and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. 
and ESPN2. Oh, we're going to talk quarterbacks in the National Football League, one who may not play this year, and two who their teams can't wait for them to play this year. We're going to talk about that and more with our man Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. But first things first, Adam, a little bird who shall remain nameless, Pat Costello, told me, <laughs> you want to weigh in about the whole Kevin Durant situation, sir. What do you got to say about that? Well, good morning, Freddie, J. Will, and here are a couple of Kevin Durant thoughts. Just because, again, this is your sport, J. Will, you know, but just because he asked for that no trade, in your last segment you said that we'll talk about the fact of whether the Nets would hold on to him. I'll just bring you back to the NFL the last two years. Last year, Aaron Rodgers wanted to be traded. Was he traded? No, he was not. This year, Debo Samuel wanted to be traded. Was he traded? No, he was not. Now, I know basketball is a different sport, but just because a superstar player, a la Aaron Rodgers, a la Debo Samuel, wants to be traded doesn't mean that a trade a team has to acquiesce and go and trade that guy. Now, saying that, I know basketball is different. I know that when superstars ask for trades, more often than not, they have to be accommodated. And if the Nets decide to do accommodate Kevin Durant, I'd have one name in return that I would want to get back for him. Scotty Barnes. Wow. Get Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Love Scotty Barnes. So, it, okay, <laughs> this is why I love you, Shefty, because you're so on top of it. This is exactly what I said to 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 Freddie at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. I said if there was a team that would be worth trading for, it would be the Toronto Raptors. Masai Ujiri yeah. has experience in bringing in a guy like that, Kawhi Leonard, back in the day, short-term deal, even though KDS has four years left. I just don't know if I can part ways with Scotty Barnes, though. I think Scotty well, Barnes that's, that's is so thing. special. He, he, <laughs> is, yeah. he is a game-changer. <laughs> yeah. But, Shefty, if you can get guys like a Pascal Siakam, a Fred Van Vliet or OG Anobi, you can get draft picks. There might be some wiggle room right there. I just don't know if I'm Toronto, if I'm letting go of Scotty Barnes. I don't think that should be on the well, table for them. Listen, all I've heard, all I hear you. our NBA experts say is that Kevin Durant, once-in-a-lifetime player, a player like this never comes available. Well, if a player like this never becomes available and you have to do what it takes to get him, then maybe you do have to part with Scotty Barnes. Now, if I were Masai Ujiri, I would never – part with Scotty Barnes. That's me. <laughs> Scotty Barnes is a rare... That's why I say I'm trading Kevin Durant. The one player I want back is Scotty Barnes. Shefty, I am curious to pick your brain here, though. So, you know, knowing the intimate details of how things went down uh, in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and their, you know, front office, the, the sensitivity level to that, right, how it took Brian Goodekunst's time to work over like, hey, we're doing things for you. We have your back. Even that stuff with him saying, you know, about uh, what was the terminology he used not being vaccinated? He said um, it was a lie. Put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. They had his back. Yeah. What, what what kind of things do you think Joe Sy or Sean Marks would need to do in order to find a way to bridge that relationship if they were planning on to keep KD in order to keep him in Brooklyn? Well, listen, I don't think Aaron Rodgers, even though he did go back last year, was thrilled with the idea. But over time he recognized that he didn't have as many options as the one he had in Green Bay. And so if you're going to equate that one to this one, and I don't know what they do equate, but we're going to try to make it happen, I guess you're the Nets and you say, look, we, Kevin, we've called around to all these teams. The Raptors aren't willing to give us Scotty Barnes. The Lakers aren't willing to give us Anthony Davis. The Heat aren't willing to give us Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. We can go through the teams and you say, look, Unless a team makes an offer that we can't refuse, we're not trading you. So, again, we need 
at least fair value in return for arguably one of the greatest players in NBA history. Otherwise, we're not dealing with you. Yes, he wants to be traded, but the Nets are still running the Nets and need to do what's best for them, not Kevin Durant. They're in the business of making their team as good as possible. And sometimes the passage of time, not that Kevin Durant wants to hear that, is enough that maybe the player begrudgingly accepts going back. You think Debo Samuel was thrilled about the idea of going back to San Francisco? Nope. No, but the 49ers didn't mm-hmm. move off him. They didn't get fair value in return. We're not trading Debo Samuel just because he wants to be traded. And we're not going to just do that right now. And so as long as there's an offer out there that's fair and makes sense, yes, we'll trade Aaron Rodgers. We'll trade Debo Samuel. We'll trade Kevin Durant. But if that doesn't materialize, then what are you doing? Shefty, and this is what I needed to materialize to. I don't need an offer that's fair in trade. I need an offer that's better than fair in trade. I that's saw also what, true, Jay. Yeah, well, That's also true. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's like, Shefty, I just saw where Rudy Gobert got traded for, and Rudy Gobert is nowhere close to the caliber of player that Kevin Durant is. So either you blow me out of the water with your offer, or we're not moving. It's that easy to me, Freddie. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. I like, agree. The, the next... The Knicks didn't want to move Kevin Durant. He's the one that wants it. Okay, well, somebody has to make us want to move him. And until that time, if I'm the Nets, I'm not moving him. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, hi, Adrian. No, Adam Schefter's not trying to take your job. He just wanted to win on Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. Back to Adam Schefter, ESPN, NFL analyst and insider. I love the NBA. I love this guy. He knows it, though. He does. When when I watch Woj there, when I watch Woj there, the first few days, I'm like, I'm in awe. First of all, like, he... He's incredible, but like all this NBA activity, mm-hmm. holy cow, it's incredible. But, Freddie, this is also where I feel like uh, the NBA should take a little bit out of the page of the NFL, NFL. book, right? Absolutely. Because the NFL is like, hey, shield over everything, and mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to dig our heels into the sand, and we're not moving. And, you know, the thing about the NBA is such a player empowerment league, Shefty, where players dictate where they want to go all the time, and it leaves franchises high and dry. That's why I said before, 2023, 2024, the CBA – they're going to find ways that if you sign a long-term deal or if you're on a Supermax deal, yeah. you can't just say, I want to be traded two years into it. There's going to be some major penalty yeah. that's going to come along with that eventually. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, Adam Shepard. Well, I, I might be willing to trade KD straight up for Scotty Barnes. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some, somewhere NFL NBA GM is on the line right now saying, get that Shepard guy out of here. He's going to ruin everything for us. Adam Shepard here on Keisha, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Speaking of young players trying to make their way, because Scotty Barnes is going to continue to make his way with the Toronto Raptors. We know how good he's going to be. Two young quarterbacks out there, Zach Wilson and the Jets, Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers, Adam, getting a lot of love from their teams talking about how they've really been able to advance when it comes getting ready for their second year, especially Trey Lance's where he's going to be the starting quarterback. What are you hearing about these two guys trying to make things better in year number two compared to year one? Freddie, I, I think that no matter what you hear at this time of the year on July 5th, it doesn't mean a lot to me until we go into the season and see how these guys actually perform. Both guys have a chance to grow into very good quarterbacks, but both guys still have a ways to go to get there and room to go. Trey Lance, remember, took a year of football, played at a lower division caliber in college football, and there's still a lot of growth that has to happen. Now, saying that, the players there, yeah, they, they were very impressed with what they saw from Trey Lance the last month, but they're playing seven on seven. They're playing against each other. What does that mean? It doesn't mean a whole lot to me hearing that a guy really shined during OTAs, lit it up during seven-on-seven. Great, great. Let me see him in September. 
Let me see him in the opener against the Chicago Bears. Sure. Let's see if he lights up the Bears on <laughs> opening day, which he has a chance to do. But all this happy talk right now, <laughs> it just doesn't mean a lot to me in July. It just doesn't. You know, the guy's got a long ways to go still, has got a chance to be a great quarterback, has all the intangibles that you look for, all the leadership qualities, all the intelligence, does all those things. But he still hasn't done it, really, in a game to where we know he can do it yet. Now, they believe he can be and will be, but there's still a ways to go. And I think it's similarly true with Zach Wilson, who did play extensively last season, unlike Trey Lance. So, Shefty, with that being said, what's the latest on Jimmy G? I know recovering from surgery and also Debo Mm -hmm. Samuel. Well, this will be a little contradictory, but I think that Trey Lance did show enough there to make the 49ers think, okay, you know, I think we can go ahead and trade Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen enough from him, Mm -hmm. which, again, validates what the players are thinking and saying. And so I think they'll look to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. The issue is who needs a quarterback that's got the space to – accommodate Jimmy Garoppolo's salary to take on an expiring contract with one year left to compensate the 49ers at a level that they feel is appropriate. So there are a few issues there. It's not a simple trade to get done for Jimmy Garoppolo or for Baker Mayfield for a little bit different reasons. It's two quarterbacks, but again, it's July 5th. We don't know what team is going to suffer a quarterback injury during training camp. We don't know if there's a quarterback out there. That's going to struggle in the first few weeks of camp and disappoint and make a team think, you know what, we'd be better off if we go get Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. The dynamics that exist on August 5th could be different than the dynamics that exist on July 5th. And so even though we want to place these guys in homes now, there are no real obvious fits outside maybe Carolina, which has discussed the Baker Mayfield deal, Seattle, which has been very passive because it really does believe right now in Drew Locke and Geno Smith. And so I know people scoff at that, but that's where the Seahawks are at right now. And until they see those guys struggle, then maybe they don't make a move at quarterback. You know the next time we have you, we're going to have you break down the MLB pennant races in August and September, right, Adam? <laughs> Adam? You know we're going to do that. Baseball, right? not as good as basketball. For Freddie, <laughs> yeah. basketball, I love. Okay, basketball, yeah. I watch and pay attention to. I'm very yes. curious. Baseball, yeah. not as much as basketball. So, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that to you. I'm going to leave that to pass it and everybody else. <laughs> Smart man. Sorry, Smart man. No doubt. Oh, it's a pleasure, brother. Adam, keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Shefty. Happy 4th to you guys. Appreciate it. Nice to be with you. Well, great stuff by Adam Shefty. It's been NFL Inside and also NBA Insider when it comes to that, breaking it down. When it comes to that here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max and ESPN Radio, Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. We're going to do a little NFL conversation when it comes to these two teams, and one of them could maybe go worse the first. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days. We're playing better football right now than we did when we started. And ultimately, the guys who will be here next year, they're going to learn from this. And this is a bitter taste in their mouth that I hope they never freaking forget. With the second pick, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. I don't think the quarterback was a priority for the Lions. Their biggest thing was just building out a roster around Jared Goff and trying to get the best players possible that can really be game changers on the team. NFL Tour Days. Two teams every day as we storm towards training camp. And it's about two of the worst teams, and when you think about it for the last couple of years, two of the worst franchises in the National Football League. The Detroit Lions on one side and the Jacksonville Jaguars on the other side. So we kick off Tour Days. We're going to do a little, believe it or not, in terms of can they go from worst the first in their division. So we'll start in the NFC North. Jay with the Detroit Lions. You got the Green Bay Packers, got the Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings. Believe it or not, can they go from worst to first in not, that division? Nah, get out of here, man. Like, 
it's the Packers' division to lose. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people like to make this case. Well, he lost to Devontae Adams. Who are his other weapons? Don't worry. He's been he's been able to make a lot out of nothing before, and Absolutely. he will continue to do so. Absolutely. I see the Vikings actually potentially challenging yeah. the Packers. I do like Jamison Winston uh, Williams, excuse me, Alabama. I think he's a good addition for the Lions. I still maybe see them winning five or six games. I say, I'll say this. They're on the right track yes. because Dan Campbell has shown that outside of the blush and the bravado, he had this team playing hard each and every game for 17 games. And there were a couple of games where if they had any kind of experience winning, they could have pulled out those games. They're going to learn that. But it's very, very hard to go from maybe a 3-4 win team, all of a sudden say they're going to win that division. Green Bay is going to win that division. I'm with you. But the Lions, I think they'll continue to trend up. It just won't be trending up like we've seen with other teams so far. Believe it or not, New York Giants, can they go from worst to first in the NFC East? I mean, I want to believe it, but it's not. I want to believe it because I'm a Giants fan fan, because the talent is there. Uh And I truly do believe in Brian Dable and his ability to potentially turn things around with Daniel Jones playing golf with Saquon Barkley coming up this next weekend. I'm excited about that. A lot of questions about that for Saquon and his team. But I I do believe when it's said and done, like the Washington Commanders – are a decent team, but they won't be really involved in the conversation. This is either the Eagles or the Cowboys division. Yeah. That's how I look at it. I mean, the Eagles are a very talented team. We talked about, obviously, getting A.J. Brown. Like, they have all the pieces right there. Their defense is solid. And Jalen Hurts a lot will depend upon his maturity and how much he continues to involve. But when it's all said and done, to me, it's between the Cowboys and the Eagles. The one thing I want to know about the Giants, other than Saquon Barkley, he says he's just ready to go out there and just murder people and take over like he used to do at Penn State. It's all about Daniel Jones because we've seen Brian Dable with younger quarterbacks, what he's been able to do and make that work. Daniel Jones is in a make-or-break year. I'm not talking about in terms of being a starting quarterback. I'm talking about in terms of being in the National Football League. Mm. If he's not able to make that work, he's going to be looking for a job next year, and that job may come begging when it comes to Daniel Jones. NFC South, Carolina Panthers, although Baker Mayfield's not there, but he should be. Believe it or not, can they go from worst to first in that division? No, I, I, it's not real. I just feel like they need to figure out their quarterback situation, what is going on. I mean, obviously, you know, you talk about CMC as a special talent, but I, I think the issues that they have at the quarterback position, considering what we've seen last year and the year before, uh, is still a major problem for them before I can say they have actually have a legitimate chance to be competitive in the, in the division. Yeah, they have a legit, their defense is good. Defense is really good. Yes. It kind of teetered off towards the end of last year. Because they played a lot of snaps. Yes. Because the offense didn't do anything. And Sam Darnold, well, <laughs> about, uh, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. I didn't even mention his name. There's no reason to. Why? <laughs> I mean, I used to all the time. Trust me, we talked about the damn Jets every day Yeah, a year ago. I, we still do. Right. But I just, mm-hmm. I, Sam Darnold's not it to me. Yeah. If you had told me that was going to happen with his NFL crowd, I said, there's no way. That guy's going to be a legit quarterback in the NFL. It has not panned out, didn't pan out the Jets, and it's not panning out right you now. You get Jimmy Carolina G, Panthers. though, I mean, depending upon health. I don't it, know why. I mean, I know what they're waiting for when it comes to that because they want Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield on their own dime. But you can't go in the regular season. Sam Downs just started quarterback. That's just a bad message to your team, as far as I'm concerned, the Carolina okay. Panthers. NFC West, Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> no Russell Wilson. He's now in Denver. That division had three teams make the playoffs, not named Seattle. Can they go from worst to first in the NFC West? Hell no. So <laughs> you're turning over your offense to Drew Locke, who went 8-13 and 13 as a starter with a career completion rate of under 60%. <laughs> like, Yikes. Seattle finished fourth in the West last season. 
Like, I respect a repeat performance, essentially. No doubt about that. Two a days here with Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. With Jay Will and Freddie Coleman and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN2. You mentioned the New York Jets and the AFC oh, East. Uh, two teams made that playoffs last year. Comes the Buffalo one division, the Patriots, and Miami Dolphins bubbled under. Jets, can they go from worst to first in the AFC East? No. Okay. Next. Let's just move on. AFC Stop. North, the Baltimore Ravens. They were the only team that they were in first place in that division. Then injuries racked that team. They didn't make the playoffs. Can they go from worst to first in the See, AFC this North? is real to me. I mean, a team that was decimated by injuries. We mm-hmm. saw that to Lamar Jackson. So doesn't sign his deal. We'll see if he signs his deal. But, I mean, there's a lot to play for. And also from a coaching perspective, man, they were one of, those, they were one of the best coach teams Amen. there is in football with Coach Harbaugh. So, Yes, it is feasible with this team. I mean, they lost every running back possible last season. They lost every D-back possible, every, yeah, too. So, I mean, my thing is, yes, it is feasible for the Ravens. I'm glad you mentioned about John Harbaugh because for the longest time, people, someone, a friend of mine said, well, is he more Jeff Fisher? I said, this dude's actually won a Super Bowl. You can't even put them in the same category. Well, they're always well-coached. They're always on point. They play hard for that guy each and every time. I'm with you. I can see that team going from mm to mm when it's all said and done. AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars. Addition by subtraction, no Urban Meyer, bad bad head coach, worst dude as far as I'm concerned. Doug Peterson's in. Trevor Lawrence in his second year. They're not that far away. Can they go from worst to first in the AFC South? I, I still, no, I don't think it's real. And I know that's the hot pick out of all the teams that kind of with a bad record might have the best upside in doing so because sure. of Trevor Lawrence yeah. and what people see him as the ceiling potential-wise for him. But I, I can just tell you, I've never been a quarterback in the NFL, but being a, a point guard for new coaches, that acclimation time takes a minute, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it takes a while to get suited with your new head coach. So, look, with teams like the Saints and teams like the Titans, I don't see them being the best in the division, but I see them being more competitive. One of the things about Doug Peterson, that not only he maximized Trevor Lawrence, he's going to maximize the rest of that football team. Yeah, it, They're, they're going to look like an actual football team because they did not look like that in 2021. Last but not least, AFC West which will be the best division in football, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, all four quarterbacks are really, really good. But the Broncos, can they go from worst to first in the I, FC West? I don't know West? why I said Saints. I, got, I always hear Key just talking about his nephew and, and Jameis Winston. I was thinking the South, Colts. You know, the Colts is fine. Yeah, it happens. Um, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it mm-hmm. for them. I mean, I like Russell Wilson, though. I'm not as down as other people have been on the show okay. on Russell Wilson. So yeah. I see them being competitive. But that that's going to be tough, man. That's that's a crazy division. Yep. Mm-hmm. Could this be the first time that we have all four teams make the playoffs ready? Like, is it, that possible? It, I, I'll say it's this. It's possible. I, it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen, but I will say this. Each and every game in that division is going to be must-see TV. Oh, my goodness. I don't care who you match up with. All four, all four teams with those quarterbacks will be must-see football each and every Sunday in the AFC West. Man, that's going to be fantastic. We're going to talk about two different ownerships. One owner who called out the team because that owner wished of days past, and another ownership group that, if Jay Williams is concerned, better stand their ground with their superstar. That's next on Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance, and this is ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Kevin Durant, I believe he's the best in the world. The Miami Heat have a lot of big salaries that can be used to facilitate, in addition to some interesting young players. The KD thing is just not realistic. The Lakers don't have enough assets. He wants to be in Phoenix. That's his number one choice right now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reports Kevin Durant wants to be traded away from the Brooklyn Nets. There was a sense of inevitability, I think, around the Nets and around Kevin Durant that this day was coming. I think it's about time that Kevin Durant severed ties with Kyrie Irving as teammates. There's going to be a trade, and it's just a matter of where he winds up. If, if Kevin Durant is on the first train out, uh, Kyrie Irving will be on the caboose as far as the Nets are concerned. I think it's very likely that not only Kevin Durant, but Kyrie Irving have played their last games for the Nets. When Bobby Brown ruled the world, somehow Kevin Durant wants to do the same thing. We'll see what kind of prerogative he has going forward. Got a boy. Look at you. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Oh, my goodness, yeah. You know, you know how many dudes tried to do that in the club? I'm going to mess around tearing ACL. There were plenty of guys limping out of that club needing medical attention. I'm that trying to, tell tried you, to back do in that. the 90s, man, you come out of there sweating. Oh, completely. You came from a Zumba class. What y'all, we were right. getting after it. And this was late. This is 1988. One of the first jobs I had in radio was in Portland, Maine, working for FM 103. And when this record was hot, there was this place called The Bounty in Portland, Maine. There were so many people coming out of there that, that went in there smelling clean and came out needing a shower. Portland, but, Maine. Absolutely. When they came out of the bounty, it smelled like the bounty. I've they needed a bounty. Por- I've been to Portland, Maine, surprisingly yeah? enough. Really? Yeah. Was, Went to the Old Port? It was different. Yeah, it was cool. Old Port's pretty it was cool. Chill. It really is a chill place. It sounds like you hated it. 
No, 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 no. I can tell in his face. No, no, no. It was chill. No, he's right. The beginning of the pandemic for like two weeks. I was like, oh, this is. It has a good personality. No, that's not Portland. No, no. Freeport has a good personality. Maine, Portland, Portland's fantastic. I love Portland. I lived there for two years. Good spot. Yeah, old, old port. You go up, up Route One. Through Old Orchard Beach, through Saco and Scarborough and the Portland. It's a, I tell anybody that lives in New England area, you want to skate for like a weekend, that's the place I to go. I did find myself looking for more Mies and didn't see no, any no. Mies. No, the ship hasn't come in yet. That's when like, the, the uh, sailors would come <laughs> in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my. That's, oh, that's my. when you would see more U's. What? Ship references, <laughs> I'm what? concerned. No, that's when you would see more U's when Mayflower, they, you know. Are we talking about I'm not talking about I don't Mayflower. know what's going on. the Navy. The, the ship coming in. <laughs> We're building. It's like, how do well, we get there? a lot of different directions. How do we get the? I don't know. How do we get the history ships? I, I, how do we get the sorry, History Boulevard and Ancestors <laughs> Avenue with with, the, with, with Rock. History Boulevard, Ancestors <laughs> Avenue? How do we get there? For that standpoint, Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Good spot. Great spot. Uh, a lot of great memories. A lot of great fans that have lasted me a lifetime. We're going to talk about two ownerships right now. One owner who tweeted, and I quote: "I miss KB. He would understand, and explain everything mm-hmm. that I'm not allowed to." Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you value team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply, end quote. That's what Jeannie Buss, the Lakers owner, tweeted about Kobe Bryant and what's going on with her basketball team. 2.11 a.m. in the morning, East Coast time. So, yeah, 11.11. Yeah, West Coast time. A lot going in on. Your, in your bag, in your feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I I didn't take this as a shot at LeBron or a shot at oh, yeah. AD. I, I, I didn't. Why not? Um, Because I don't, I don't think that's who Jeannie Buss is. I, I paid attention to her. She's not that kind of person that would take to social media to jab somebody. Okay. I, I, I truly believe it was like a nostalgic moment for her, like about – Kobe and about what, I mean, man, I, I tell you, I tell you, like the stuff online that you see of Kobe and some of his inspirational stuff, some of the things he says. Now I he watch was, that on Facebook all the time. It's incredible, man. And all the time, I, things were challenging because he pushed people. There was a time too, Freddie. Now, where he didn't want to be in L.A. anymore. You talk about you know an owner digging their heels in the sand, True. and they work with them to work it out. But that could have been a very different relationship. But you know, I think that was more so Genie Bus missing those times with her best friend, Mm -hmm. with the person that she grew up in this industry with, and where this franchise used to be. Okay. To me, more so. I I, I can see how people could see how it's taken slight at things are done differently these these days, which they are. Right. But, I mean, Kobe still had a lot of power within that organization. I mean, there's a reason Rob Plink was in that position. True. Every time I think about that, I can't even imagine – when you talk about different cultures, when you got the Brooklyn Nets trying to find their culture, the Lakers trying to rediscover their culture, and Kobe Bryant is tied to the fabric of that. He he's part of that lineage, West to Jabbar to Magic to Shaq to him. He's part of that lineage that was a part of the Lakers culture, and it's something that Brooklyn has been trying to find, and they thought they were they thought they found that first with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett in that trade, didn't work out, didn't pan out. Thought they found it again. Three three years to the day before Kevin Durant decided he wanted to leave Brooklyn, he and Kyrie Irving signed up to be a part of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Everything that they've wanted, she was talking about in that tweet, that it is that when you have it, it is so hard to keep it. It is so hard to recapture it. 
And that is something that she knows what the Lakers are supposed to look like. And she wants that again, of course. And that the Brooklyn Nets are constantly searching for and now on the search again with Kevin Durant wanting out and Kyrie Irving on his way out. It's hard to win championships, you know, and it, it's it's not only having the, the culture in place, but having the leader of the culture that is able to have conversations with your ownership yeah. and then have that trickle down to everybody else on your roster. Sure. Right? But I, I think people say sure. I don't think people recognize how challenging that is. Because they don't want to. It, it, that's, that's one of the biggest key components to being successful at winning championships or having a culture that's in place where you trust. Because look what happened with Kawhi Leonard and one of the best franchises ever in the history of sport. Good description. The San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have that connectivity. And then when you lose that, after coming off the David Robinson, the Tim Duncans, you don't you lose that. It's, it's weird. I mean, it's why the Pats have been able to still remain successful to a degree because Bill Belichick keeps that in place. And now, but... People fall in line with how that culture is built because they've seen the success. Whereas San Antonio, it didn't walk out because people mm. kind of fell in line, but they took a huge drop off. Right. Why don't players want to fall in line more than ever before? What, what is it? Do they feel a, well, a sense of line, weakness? Fall in line. It's right, like let me, that let me terminology refer- right. let me will rub people that. the wrong way. Okay, let me rephrase that. Then. Why do players don't want to stick around that when something happens, it seems more than likely they'd rather go away from it instead of trying to work it out? Why does that seem to be part of this? Well, Dame has stuck around. Look what Dame's been through in but Portland. He's, but he's gotten criticized for it. People say he should leave that situation. Because people are always trying to look for something shiny or a better object. And sometimes in a relationship, whether that be – work or personal, like you find out the best things when you work through scenarios. Sure. You, you, You're you, supposed to. You fight through things, right? There's a learning curve about that. So uh, it's to each his own. I mean, every situation is different. But I, it, it is interesting to see, like, what Dame has gone through with <laughs> scandals up top, mm-hmm. with coaching Terry Stotts falling on the sword, mm-hmm. with Chauncey Billups and a lot of stuff that came in with him earlier. I mean, he's still there being loyal. And I think that was a lot of what Jeannie Buss put out there, to your point, that that could have gone the other, other way. Because Kobe Bryant said, I'm getting the hell out of here. Well, that's why it can't Chicago. be falling in line. It has to be, how do, you, how do we have a collaborative right. relationship? True. Between Fall in line is the wrong description. Yes. I, 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 I'll own that one. Because you can't really attach that to really any generation. It doesn't matter this generation, previous generation. Like any relationship, there, it does get to a point sometimes where it's like, Yo, look, this is what it's going to be. Now, we can collaborate for a second. And I can take your input, but at the end of the day, I I, I do own this franchise, and this is what I see the future being. Yeah, we'll see exactly when it comes to the future involving Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and we're going to use this question. What's going to happen with both? That's next with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.